Regan Brandt on the insurance chatter. And today I'm sitting down with Bill Cotter. And I warned him the only hard question I ask is as he is walking up to the plate, what is the plate song to your life? I guess, you know, you just dropped that one on me. So uh, I haven't had much time to think about it. But um, there is a, a good country song that I heard recently about the next 30 years. So oh, I love that uh, one. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with that right now. All right. You're, that, a, you're a little sappy. Good. This is like a romantic sappy. I'm liking this. Okay. So, just, you know, learning our lessons from the past and being a little bit better in the future. That's amazing. Well, I like that one. So speaking of that, tell us a little bit about you, your home life. I know you're in Seattle. We were just talking about reminiscing of when I was over there. So fill us yeah. in a little bit. So I'm a bit of a nomad. Yeah. <laughs> um, grew uh, born and raised in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, after school, went uh, to New York to work for AIG. Had a great experience with them for 16 years. Oh wow! Uh, they sent me overseas, uh, so I spent uh, four years in Hong Kong with AIG. Came back to the U.S., then went back to Asia. Um, so about half of my career oh my has been in Asia. Um, half my career roughly with AIG, a little less with um, Allied World. Very short stint with Cigna Life A&H okay. as their country manager in Hong Kong. And then I've been at Physicians Insurance now for the past three years here in Seattle. Okay, well, I, I got to ask because, you know, most people I think don't grow up being like, I'm going to be in insurance. How did you start out with AIG? Like, did you have an in there or what what happened? So uh, my father okay. uh, did a lot of business. He was an attorney, uh, did a lot of uh, external work for AIG. Okay. And it was one of those serendipitous moments where I was at home. He had left his watch at home and asked me to bring it to him. I saw him on a street corner and I thought I'd be a little cheeky with him yeah. and uh, gave him a bit of a sales pitch why he should buy this watch from me. <laughs> And he was at the time talking to the head of claims of AIG and in the professional liability division. Are you serious? So, yep. So apparently I did a good job and um, they flew me down to New York a, a week later and, and I started my career doing claims for travel agents, school leaders, and psychiatrist ENO. Okay, that's like one of the best ones I've heard. You know, I love that story. So you owe it all to your dad for being forgetful, you know, it's like how you got into this industry. So I owe a lot to my dad. Those who knew him will, will certainly would say that. Yeah, that's awesome. And then tell me a little bit. So you got in with them and then how'd you get the overseas opportunity? Did you know you always wanted to do that or was it something kind I of- I did, I did. That was always a goal. Um, but it worked my way through claims. I went into underwriting and I was in the, the national union company at, at AIG and just a lot of great opportunities. And then an opportunity came up within AIU, the foreign side of the property and casualty operations. And I took that and I was in New York and then a chance opened up to go to Hong Kong. And so uh, absolutely loved it. It was a great experience. Do you go back people. there like anymore or like travel just for fun or anything like have any network still there? Or? Not recently with COVID, yeah, obviously, yeah. Uh, you know, we haven't, you know, the kids basically were raised there. And so in a lot of ways that was home, um, you know, AWAC uh, also moved us around. So we were in Hong Kong that last stint for, I guess, uh, eight years oh, wow. and then went to Australia for a year, then went to Singapore for a year. 
And then it was time to come back home and, you know, raise the kids and see a little bit of America. And since you've been back, has it all been Seattle or? No. So we were back in Boston for three years. Okay. Okay. And, uh, and then moved to Seattle. So what, what do you think? I got to ask, what do you think of Seattle compared to Boston? I mean, you hang it in there. Um, <laughs> geographically, it is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, the, the sound, you know, the Cascades, the Olympics, the high desert, the farmland, um, you know, going up into British Columbia, you know, pretty close to Alaska. Absolutely love it. Yeah, absolutely love it. Difference from Boston. Uh, Boston's got a little bit more history. So yeah. I do a lot of boating. And so I like to take people around in the harbor and show yeah. them the history of Boston from that perspective. And that's just a little bit of the difference. So now, were you in Seattle when COVID hit? Yes. Okay. We had been here for all of six months. Okay. So what, like, I always like asking, I know now, you know, we're, we're knock on wood, kind of heading out of this trouble. Everything yeah. seems like it's kind of opening back up. But how was that starting, like, a, a new position at the beginning of COVID? It was challenging, but it was also an opportunity. It was a, a great chance to just... All of us were going through something we have never been through yeah. before. Um, and so just really focused on communication. And even if we couldn't be together, just making sure that we were doing these videos, we were doing phone calls, working through issues. It's a, you know, our business right now is medical malpractice, uh, a huge challenge for the healthcare community overall. So just making sure we were focused on our members and everything was about our members. Look after our staff, but look after our members yeah. as they were navigating through something they've never been. And so that was the opportunity for us to come together. And um, and it allowed me to really be embraced by the team here. And um, so tough, but it, um, it, it worked itself out in, in a bunch of kind of like surprisingly positive ways. Yeah. Well, good. Well, and for those of you guys who don't know, I actually met Bill in person a couple months ago at the K2 Roadshow event, which was awesome mm -hmm. for the carriers. Um, tell us a little bit about like, what are you guys doing at Physicians? Is it all the specialty groups or what's kind of your position and what are you doing there? So we are a 40-year-old company. We were founded by the Washington State Medical Association. Historically, we were always focused on physicians. Um, our business model was direct to physicians historically. Um, over time, the business model of healthcare started to change. And so in 2012, thereabouts, you know, we saw the trend of physicians going to hospital employment. So we started to continue to stay dedicated to insuring our physicians, but we had to do that with hospitals. Yeah. And so with insuring hospitals meant dealing with brokers, um, which we fully embrace. Um, but that's really changed the mix of our business. So probably about 60% of our revenues right now are broker intermediated. Okay. Okay. And so changing our business model to make sure that, we're focused on our members, but we're focused on the service to our brokers. That's awesome. And to really make it a team partnership um, as we help them navigate some very difficult times. So even though that element of the business has been changing, uh, to stay really core to our mission, which is um, protecting, defending, and serving our members, uh, really focused on the claims. We do claims differently. Um, we provide a lot of support to our members and that's not just the individual physician. It's the hospital, yeah. it's the PA, it's the RN, it's, 
everybody that we're working with. And it's the, it's the, sometimes it's the plaintiff. Yep. Uh, oftentimes, you know, this could be mom and dad going through a really difficult time and treating them with respect and empathy uh, is important as well. Well, clearly you guys, you know, run a very successful business, great core values. Tell us a little bit, like part of the reason why I'm doing this podcast is to try to get some young talent, like excited in the industry and realizing that, you know, insurance is kind of the glue that makes all of the, you know, U.S. operate, actually the whole world, you know, operate by mitigating risk. What are you guys doing to try to recruit young talent? Are there any like opportunities for people to come in in entry level positions within the organization? Sure, there are. Um, we entered into a partnership with a firm called Inroads okay. uh, this past year. And so it's a, a program that works um, with kids in school and setting up internships. Cool. Um, a cool. really nice discipline program. Um, so, you know, they can sell themselves better than I can. Yeah. <laughs> but for anybody interested, I would really recommend them. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they bring. Uh, folks from, you know, challenging backgrounds, but give them a lot of structure, um, both within the internship and outside of the internship. And you get really talented kids. That's awesome. And um, so bringing them in, getting them to your point, who thinks about insurance, yeah. um, but then to kind of like see that it's actually pretty exciting. Yeah. And the way I like to put it, it's the business of risk. Yeah. It's making sure that we are identifying, understanding risk that one party has and allowing them to transfer it from themselves to us and then figuring out how do we do that in the appropriate terms and conditions of contractual language and appropriate pricing. Yeah. And then how do we manage our risk and do that through reinsurance and other type of mechanisms. So um, it's a lot of finance. It's a lot of accounting, but it's a lot of understanding people. Um, understanding businesses, understanding just the dynamics of the world around us and seeing how does that play itself out in the real world. So um, it's been a great industry for me and bringing young people in, I think will be just really good uh, for all of us. Yeah. And it's something that we always need to try to do a little bit better. Well, and along those lines, like one of the things that I've loved about the insurance industry is I do genuinely believe the people in it believe in the industry and they actually want to mentor and bring you up. Is there anyone like in your career that you can kind of mentor to say, hey, that changed my trajectory. That was a mentor for me, you know, that you kind of have worked with in the past. Yeah, no, definitely. And the, the mentorship is is huge. And, um, you know, there was a, a, a gentleman at uh, several people at AIG who were really good mentors. Uh, Gordon Knight, he brought me from uh, claims into underwriting and then overseas and then yeah. brought me back home, which is sometimes one of the biggest challenges. And then he and Scott Kamalani, um, they brought me over to Allied World. That's awesome. Um, I think about Bob Thomas, who was my boss over in Asia and just uh, an amazing leader. And they were just such good people uh, that we worked with at AIG. So really enjoyed that. Um, and then, you know, here at Physicians Insurance is a chance to work with my board. Yeah. And we've got an amazing board, um, really talented folks, and they've been hugely supportive of me coming into the company. Uh, into this culture. And uh, so they've been providing a lot of really great mentorship for me as well. But that's the one thing. 
have a mentor. That's, I was just going to ask, how do young people find it. those mentors? I feel like, you know, and I know we were talking about this, you guys just moved into a new office. And I was saying, I'm one of those weird young people that actually likes coming to the office, but I fear this work from home. How do you, you know, connect on that deeper level to really find those mentors? And so any advice for young people kind of starting out in this industry to try to find some of those good people to really help bring them along? Yeah. Don't be intimidated. Talk to people. The door is open. Stick your head in, knock, you know, have a good question or ask somebody out to lunch. Yeah. And, um, you know, there was a a nice op-ed piece uh, by Peggy Noonan um, talking about the long-term impacts of COVID work from home. And one of her fears was the loss of mentorship. Yeah. Uh, And she mentioned a, a CEO of a company who trying to encourage people to come back in the office was just going to host a lunch and nobody was showing up. And those were opportunities that, you know, when we were younger, we would have died for. Totally. And so don't hesitate. Don't be shy. Um, people want to prove, provide their, their skills and their coaching and they want to see you be successful. Um, we just all get caught up in our day to day, minute to minute type of life and if you can come in and say, hey, listen, okay, we just had that call. What was really going on? Yeah. Take that time out uh, to allow somebody to explain to you about what the strategy was, what the subtleties were, whatever the issues, um, and build relationships. Because um, I, I want to do it, um, you know, but I just don't want to be pulling people, you know, randomly. Yeah. Yeah. So help help uh, senior people help you. Totally. And just add. No, that's great advice. I mean, I think it is, to, to your point, you know, if you got invited to something like that, even now I'm still like, oh, I get to go meet so-and-so, you know, I jump at that opportunity. And I think some people don't realize that honor that is or how those long-term relationships can open a lot of doors in the future for you. So, yeah. you know. And listen, people did it for us. Yeah. We want to return the favor. Yeah, no, for and sure. So we're just, we're ordinary people. So just talk to us that Yeah, way. no, that's awesome. Well, I'm going to pivot a little bit on you and ask you a couple hard questions. So the sure. first one is, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word insure tech? Uh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> you going to leave it at that? <laughs> yeah. So I think, I think the insurance industry is, has been, always will be ripe for disruption. Um, everybody gets excited about insure tech, but you can come up with all these great ideas, but you got to execute. And so the fact that some of these new companies to be able to disrupt companies who have invested hundreds of millions of dollars in brand equity, um, you know, it, I, I question. And so I think insure tech, how we do things definitely will change, but I'm, I'm not, I am uncertain as to whether it will happen from greenfield companies or be rather the more established companies who have that brand equity, um, just acquiring the yep. technology and just utilizing processes differently. Well, and you kind of led me to my next one. I always ask, you know, what's the thing when you hear, you know, insurance disruptor, you know, what comes to mind there? Uh, Well, certainly technology is is there. um, Distribution. Yeah. um, Becoming the, our brokers provide a real value 
and seeing them always as a key element of the solution um, and not just an intermediary. Um, and hopefully uh, the brokers embracing the insurance companies as well. Um, it's, it's interesting some of the reputation insurance has. Yeah. And, you know, if we can really position insurance as solution orientated as opposed to just um, trying to manage costs, I think it becomes a very different type of discussion. Yeah. And that's one of the things I think that's unique about our company is when we make a, case, a decision to go to trial, we're in it to win it. Yeah. And that means we spend the money we need to spend, yeah. um, bringing in the experts, do the focus groups, bring in all the support, physician support, whatever else it is, to make sure that we're successful. And that is not about cutting corners and trying to manage legal fees or limit some of the other expo expenses we potentially could have. Yeah. If we get more focused on that, I think that's where we can be a disruption from the way insurance is, you know, viewed by many folks um, just on a day-to-day uh, -day basis. Now, this one might get you, you know, in a little trouble because I know you are passionate about physicians. But if you could wake up tomorrow with an unlimited balance sheet, unlimited talent, where do you think the most opportunity in insurance is right now? Like, what would you go invest in? Um, it's, I'd, I'd give you two answers. Um, the first is in our existing business model, I'm more focused on being deep and narrow and really good with yeah. expertise on what it is that we do and being focused, um, than trying to plant a, a lot of seeds or launch a lot of ships yep. and potentially lose focus on what our key deliverable but if I was to step outside of the world of medical malpractice, um, you know, when you look at what insurance does and how we take our premiums and we reinvest it into the local economies, uh, there is a lot of under insurance um, in Africa in India, parts of Asia and really trying to get more penetration of insurance yeah. Um, yeah. throughout those economies and then allowing the insurance companies to reinvest it locally and becoming a vibrant part of those economies. Um, there's a, a, you know, we read tragedies all the time. Um, insurance is part of the equation of getting people back on their feet. And so, getting more penetration um, across the world is an area that I think there we could make a significant contribution. Dude, I uh, love that answer. I love that answer that you're the first one to kind of identify that. And I, that just was like the kind of that, Oh my gosh, that totally makes sense. So I appreciate that insight. Cause I think for a lot of the listeners, you just get so caught up in your own little world, the U S our state, our city, and you don't look at it on the whole, you know, macro level of the, the world that needs insurance. So now I'm stealing that idea. I'm going to go start it for you, you know. <laughs> good. Well, good. Well, I am going to pivot kind of to the end here and I'm going to give you, this is kind of your 30 second elevator pitch. And so, you know, I don't know, and I don't want to put words in your mouth. Can brokers come and get appointed directly with you guys? Do they have to go through wholesalers? Like, what are you guys looking for? Talent, a mix of underwriters, reinsurance, you know, you give us the 30 second rundown. 
Sure. Um, we have historically been focused on the Pacific Northwest. Okay. We have built a very nice deliverable that's focused on our member. We're a mutual. Okay. Um, so when we manage our business, we manage to protect our members, to defend our members. And defending is a big piece of it, to supporting them with risk management deliverables, information, um, and other forms of support, whether it be physician support when they're going through trial in a high-stress environment. We have a model that we think we can expand. Okay. And so okay. we are looking to grow outside of the Pacific Northwest. Um, we don't want to grow too fast. We don't want to grow outside of what it is that we do. Um, but within what we do well, which is medium to large physician groups, medium to small hospitals, um, we can provide a meaningful difference in helping um, our members deal with the risks that they're facing in today's healthcare environment, the economics, the overcapacity, the understaffing, the supply chain issues. It's a very stressful time for healthcare. And so being there to provide protection for our members is a critical deliverable. So um, there are brokers. Uh, we invite brokers to want to learn more about us. We are not all things to all people. Uh, we are not a jack of all trades and a master of none. Yeah. We stay focused at what we do and we do it really well. That works for some brokers. Yeah. Um, it doesn't work for others. So reach out to us. Um, let us reach out to you and try to build a relationship and understand what it is that we do well, what we do not do well, and see if there is an alignment. And if not, we wish you the very best. Um, and we'll just stay focused on on what our mission is, which is protecting, defending, and supporting our members. Well, that is awesome. I will make sure when I post this, I will tag you. I'll tag the company in it. So if people want to find you guys, learn a little bit more about you, they can. But I really appreciate all your insights today. I, I'm taking away something from this. So I really appreciate the time today. All right, Regan, thank you very yes. much. I appreciate you following up with